five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hey, hey, this is Jay Mendez checking in, and you are listening to the beat of my drum. This show is actually just starting off here. Uh, This is my first episode of my first season. Uh, We're going to be talking about music, travel, culture, and life as a millennial in 2019. I am so glad to have you all listening in. This is my first show, like I said, so I'll be looking for feedback, for critiques from you all. And, uh, you know, this is going to be about my life, about your life, and I'll be having a bunch of guests throughout the seasons. Um, And, of course, we're going to try to make it fun, so mix in some comedy. Um, But most of all, we're going to get to just get right to it, and like whatever the issues are, uh, if you have have a a topic you want to discuss, I'm I'm open for it. You know, if you want to talk about faith, if you want to talk about food, culture, uh, different parts of the world you've been that I've never been to or the listeners I've never been to and would like to know what it's like. Uh, that That's what I want to talk about. And if you have any guests, any, any people that, you know, have accomplished some things in their life that have good advice or some stories they could share to help my listeners out, then that'd be great. Let me know. Shoot, shoot me a DM or a Facebook message. And by the way, I'm a DJ, so you can please follow me on Facebook, DJ Space J Mendez. And, you know, there's a lot going on there. I'm busy every Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Busy DJing out in the Natalia Divine and, um, you know, Lido area. Mostly the vicinity of San Antonio, I stick to and I DJ. So that's a good little side job that I have. Uh, But today, let's go ahead and get right to the topic. It's summer vacation on a budget. So where do you want to go for your summer vacation? Think about all the destinations. You see the pictures on Instagram with all of your favorite uh, celebrities that you follow. They're in Cabo. They're in Turks and Caicos. They're in uh, the Bahamas. Um, You know, we can all do that. You know, if we break our bank or if we go to uh, get a loan for a vacation, but that's not what we want to do. We want to be smart with our money. And one destination that I would prefer you know, for middle class people such as I am, is Destin, Florida. So let's start talking about why you would want to go to Destin, Florida for a summer vacation in 2019. Well, if you live in the San Antonio area, you would know that if you type it up on your Google Maps there, it's 12 hours from San Antonio. You can stop at Bucky's on the way over there. You could probably stop in Luling or right before you get to Houston, they have a huge Bucky's. Um, then you get through Houston. You kind of have to fight through that traffic a little bit. Then you get to Louisiana. So while you're in Louisiana, uh, you know what's down there in Louisiana, and that's New Orleans. That's NOLA. You can take that dip down to New Orleans, maybe spend the night there, maybe spend the day there. That's a fun stop for food, music, uh, culture, and to tell you a brief story, when I was there, when I did my trip a couple years ago to Destin, we stopped in New Orleans, we stayed at the St. Marie Hotel, they said it was about 100 years old, which really I'm very interested in, I mean, you could walk in, hear your footsteps, hear the footsteps upstairs, uh, you get to your room, you close that door, it makes a little, 
uh, sound whenever you close it up. And, you know, it just has a lot of history, a lot of stories, um, a lot of people going through there and have been through there throughout, you know, the last hundred years. So obviously it's going to have that character that you're not going to find in another city like New Orleans. Uh, when we were there, we walked up to Bourbon Street. That was the first time we were walking down Bourbon Street. I had my five-year-old daughter, and there was a lady there that had pasties on. And that was my first experience, you know, with my daughter, and she's seeing that. And I just thought, oh, man, parent parent of the year, Jay Mendez, uh, you know, that's me, uh, parent of the year. And my, my daughter's seeing all this craziness that's on, New, in, on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Uh, but once we fought through that a little bit, you know, it's a little uncomfortable, a cringe moment. Uh, we listened to some music. We've got some gumbo down there. The food is amazing. And at nighttime, we did an amazing ghost tour. We went to Jackson Square. So you go to Jackson Square. They have a lot of horse carriages there. Paid about $60 to uh, get on the horse carriage for a ghost tour. And the ghost tour lasts two hours, I believe. And it takes you on a, I mean, really in-depth and really uh, detailed uh, tour. With Of course, your tour guide has to be good. But, you know, ours was amazing. He was great. He would talk about the different homes, talk about, you know, locations that have been in movies. Uh, he'll take you back to the year that this certain thing would happen or this uh, murder would happen and that girl or the man haunted the building Uh, he would take us next to cemeteries where you know in the cemetery there was a time in the early 1900s where people had a disease everybody was getting sick and uh, they were getting sick but it was a sickness to where they could possibly wake up So they'd stack them in caskets, but they had a little bell. They would put a bell on top of the casket. And if you would wake up a few weeks later, then you could ring the bell and they'd come get you. And that's how crazy New Orleans is. I mean, they had locations where they did sacrifices of people, you know, in front of everybody. You know, that's when it got kind of scary when she started describing all of that. I wanted to get to the more lit area of New Orleans, but... Looking back on it, it was a great experience. It was a great time to explore a little bit in a city that I'd never been in. And, you know, if there was one thing that I had to complain about about New Orleans is that it was just very humid. It was similar to New Orleans, to uh, Houston. It was very humid, very hot. And we went in like in July. So, all in all, it was a great time. There's a lot more stuff you can do. They have casino. Um, they have a boat. You can take a boat ride. You can go to a plantation where they had the slave masters and their slaves um, in the early 1800s. They just had a lot of different type of tours you can take. Uh, but don't get close to any swamps or rivers because there are alligator. And believe me, I mean, they have a lot of stories about alligator in the whole New Orleans area. So stay away from those swamps, everyone. It's dangerous. <laughs> So the next morning, we drove over to Destin, Florida, which is luckily four hours away. By the time we get to Destin, here's a gas estimation. Uh, If you want to talk about numbers, it's $105 each way. So I'd spend about $100 on gas by the time I got to Florida. Of course, you have to go through Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, and then at the very tip of Florida, 
right there in the coastal area, that's where Destin is. So you only have to go about 30 minutes to an hour inside of Florida before you get to your destination, uh, which, like I said, costs $105 approximately. It beats $300 per person to fly into Pensacola. So you do the math. You're saving a lot of money. If you want to do the math here, if you have three people in your family like we did, $900 compared to 105 Of course, you have you know your travel expenses, maybe some food. So food, snacks, add in another 100 there. So $200, we'll say, compared to 900 if you're on a plane and only a 12-hour drive. Once you do get to the Emerald Coast, which is what they call it, Destin, uh, Fort Walton, and Okaloosa Island are the three islands you're going to get to. And my first impression is the water. You see the water. It's got that emerald green sparkly look to it. I can remember us getting up to the, the beach, taking off our shoes, our socks, and the powdery white soft sand is what I remember vividly from that trip. And each time you get in the sand, it's unlike anything you have here in the Texas coast. Not to bag on anything on the Texas coast, it's just different. It's a lot more fine, a lot more a comfortable feeling on your feet. And the first thing we did was jump in the water. That water was nice and cool on a hot summer day. The town is very lively and active. You see people flying kites. You see people on on jet skis. You see people working out on the coast, on the shoreline there. And we were able to get a room, because I've been three times, so we were able to get a room for about $150 a night. So $150, you stay three nights, you're looking at you know about four fifty to five hundred dollars for three nights. You can, and that's on a, the beach. That's a beach hotel. You can get something off the beach, which is probably going to be about a hundred dollars a night, which is still a pretty good deal. You can still drive to the parks on Okaloosa Island. There's a lot of parks where, you, if say you get a you know a cheaper hotel off the beach, pay anywhere from seventy five to a hundred dollars. You could still drive over to the parks, and at the parks, there's you know there's bathrooms, there's vending machines, there are sometimes there's restaurants. So I would recommend that if you want to do that, that's perfectly fine. You could save a little money that way. But the town is very family oriented, so it's going to cater to kids, to babies. You know those beach hotels, though. I'll tell you what, the pools, the three hotels we've stayed at, the pool has just been amazing clean, you know, nice and cool. At night, one of the fun things that people do there is they take their kids out to the beach. And the reason is, is because you can catch the what they call ghost crabs at night. So you take your bucket, you take your flashlight, and maybe you take a, a net, a net or a scooper of some sort, and you catch the ghost crabs. You see how many ghost crabs you can catch at night, put them in your bucket, Maybe you catch, you know, 10, 15, or maybe you're just down there walking around with the beer in your hand while your kids do it, you know, like I did. <laughs> now, I, I did a couple times, I hunted ghost crabs, but after a while when my daughter kind of didn't want me to help her out, I took my beer down there and just walked around and made sure she was okay. But you take your flashlight down there, and it's just a lot of fun. I mean, you're not the only people that are going to be out there. There's people walking around, you see the little flashlights everywhere. You might even want to take a dip in the water if 
you know, if it's tempting, if you're, you know, buzzing or something, something crazy, you're feeling crazy, you want to jump in, the water's amazing, even at nighttime. As far as the food is concerned, you have a lot of options. Obviously, you have your seafood, and you're right next to the ocean. I had the best seafood pasta I've ever had in my life. I've had sandwiches there. There's a lot of good sandwich spots, a lot of beach food type of spots where they have, you know, wings, your burgers, some burger joints that we went to. You can go get a shrimp basket, beer. Uh, beer spots are, you know, available there everywhere. Um, they have a they have a Waffle House. Uh, they have your shops. They have the shops where you can go and get shirts for 10, 15 bucks. You can you can get beach toys. You can get towels. You can get souvenirs for people back at the house. Kind of like you see at South Padre. They have about five or six stores kind of like that. But once again, South Padre, the water there does not compare to the water in uh, Destin. So that is a, a great part of being so close to that beach is that, you know, people imagine, oh, I wish I could go to a beach where the water's clear. I wish I could go to the beach and I don't want to go to Corpus or I don't want to go, go go to South Padre because the water's brown. I've heard it all being down here. I love South Padre. I love the Texas coast, but you're not going to get that kind of beach when you're over there. The beach over there is really nice. So let's talk numbers here. Let's talk about the money you're going to spend on this trip. So we're talking $100 each way. So $200 total on travel at least, anywhere from 200 to 250 We were in a van on the way over there, so that can use up some gas. It may be less than that if you're in a smaller vehicle. Then about $150 per night. If you stay in a beach hotel, like I said, it could be closer to 200 If you stay off the beach, it's closer to 150 Sometimes you could find them at $100. So right now, we're, we're at about $800, which gives you $200 to spare. You can do parasailing. You can do kayaking. Maybe you want to rent a jet ski for a couple hours. Or you could just go down to Crab Island, which is the sand dune there in Destin under the bridge where the fresh water and the salt water mix. And it's crystal, crystal clear. You can see your toes at the bottom of the water. And at that location, that's where they have a bar in the middle of the water. They also do have jumping areas, uh, jumping castles for kids in the water. You can rent a boat out there. The cool thing about renting a boat is they'll actually drive you out there and then go pick you up later on in the evening. Uh, Depending on how many hours you rent it for, you can rent it for four hours or eight hours. But they take the boat out there, they drop the anchor, you can load up the family. It, It holds about eight people on the boat you know, if you're with a couple families, you can split between the two. I highly, highly recommend going to Crab Island and renting a boat. We loaded up the ice chest, had it on the boat, having a great time in the water, you know, throwing the kids around. Don't forget your goggles either because you can go underneath the water to the seafloor and look for crab, for seashells. It's just a fun thing to do with the kids when the kids are around. So that wraps up my first episode. Thank you for listening. Come back next week as we talk about and discuss summer side hustles. Please give me some feedback on Instagram under I am John Mendez and Facebook under DJJ Mendez. DJ, DJ, DJ.
I have three graduation parties this weekend. So it's going to be a busy weekend and a fun weekend of DJing, playing some music for the families in the local area. Talk to you soon. And remember, always march to the beat of your own drum. <laughs>